everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is Michael Adams. It's nothing but the truth. One man's journey to find it. And it's May the 18th, 2015. And we're going to read uh, from the book or the Epistle of Hebrews. Um, uh, before we get going on that, we'll do the reading of the Yahoo headlines. Headline number one, Pope to Bishops. Stop ordering faithful around fight graft. Okay. Associate Press, Vatican City AP, Pope Francis has told bishops to strongly denounce corruption and to act more like pastors than, quote, pilots, end of quote, telling the faithful what to do. Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, another Roman Catholic, right? Uh, and, of course, Roman Catholic-controlled uh, media, uh, Fox News, pundit Bill O'Reilly reportedly beat his wife in front of his daughter, Tampa. Okay. All this stuff about Taylor Swift, I'm so sick of it. Goodness gracious. Christians need to face the bad news about Christianity, the weak. Christianity is declining in the United States, according to new Pew surveys. The book of Acts, like the gospel, like the gospel before it, show us that Christianity thrives when it is, as whatever, Kirkengard put it, a sign of contrition. Huh. Next one, Pope canonizes two 19th century nuns. Once again, that article about that. Then we have these Roman Catholics, the Bono. U2 has a right to avoid high tax nations. CNS, imagine that. CNS News, talking about Bono. Uh, Looks like Robert De Niro is getting into the hotel business in the Philippines. Imagine that. In the Philippines and Robert De Niro. Uh, Pope Francis extends agenda to change to change to Vatican diplomacy borders. Once again, it's more of this. Jesuit sophistry and, and casualty. And uh, 
Okay, that's about it. A lot of uh, uh, photos of quote-unquote famous stars with their skimpy... Uh, the dresses are getting more and more skimpier, and uh, you know I mean, these these new boob dresses, <laughs> if you didn't know there was that on top of it, would probably look like the the rear end of somebody. A couple butt cheeks instead of boobs. My goodness, they're getting ridiculously big. Oh, here's one. Uh, why religion will dominate the 21st century, the weak. One of the most common assumptions is that religious uh, religiosity <laughs> is linked to economic and technical, technically underdevelopment. As a society gets more technically and economically advanced, thinking goes, religiosity or religiosity, excuse me, naturally fades away. And you'll find that not to be so. Tesla, a Giga's factory drone flyover shows how huge it really is. Yes. Just expect... Um, of course, we'll expect to see a lot more of that uh, as the days go on and the years go on. I imagine my son, what time he's a, a teenager, will will be as common as birds in the sky. That's how ridiculously stupid we all are. So, anyways, uh, what I'd like to do before I get started in reading in the Bible is a. Uh, um, Last month, in the town that I live in, in Toledo, well, I live in the suburb of it, but might as well be, it doesn't really matter. Um, they had a neo-Nazi uh, rally, or a Nazi rally, National Socialist Movement rally, uh, ends in Toledo. And uh, let's see, <clears throat> let's see, let's read some of these articles here. Why am I going to bring this up? Well, as we go on, we'll see. First of all, I'd like to share with you is that it seems to be an annual tradition that the, the Nazis, the neo-Nazis, plan to return to Toledo for demonstration. It seems to be almost like an annual or biannual thing. The National Socialist Movement has scheduled an April 18th return to Toledo nearly a decade after planned rally ignited rioting in the city. <clears throat> and uh, well, you'll find, it in, 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 uh, I don't know, I probably should restate what I said here. What they have is they have, it, it's more of a county thing than a city thing. Now, I don't know what, you, what it's like in your neck of the woods and the ones that will listen to this, but in my neck of the woods, it seems like every year, somewhere in the county, there's a neo- Nazi rally, and and it's just an adjacent rally, uh, uh, counties and all that, and it's supposed to be about an exercise in uh, uh, the First Amendment, right? To receive freedom of assembly, freedom of assembly, 
sometimes used interchangeably with the freedom of association, is, and by the way, I'm not trying to be a constitutionalist here or try to, you know, hey, everyone, this is what the answer is. I'm just going to explain something to you. And um, that happens in my neck of the woods. Uh, like I said, an annual basis. I shouldn't say my town per se, but somewhere in the county every year there's one of these neo-Nazi rallies. And, uh, I, you know, you can go on YouTube and look at these short videos about it, and I think you should, because I think it actually is reflective, or it's a reflection of the country as a whole. Um, especially look at the police force and their demonstration. Anyways, it says, it is, so we hear this, uh, freedom of as, as association is the individual right or ability to come together and collectively express, promote, pursue, and defend their ideas. The, the right to freedom of association is recognized as a human right, a political right, and civil liberty. Freedom of assembly and freedom of association may be used to distinguish between the freedom of assembly in the public place and freedom of joining an association. Freedom of assembly is often used in the, in the context of the right to protest, while freedom of association is used in the context of labor rights and the Constitution of the United States. It is interpreted to mean both the freedom to assemble and the freedom to join an association. And by the way, they also have the freedom to bust it all up, too, by the way, <laughs> the other side. So, uh, the United States Constitution explicitly provides for the, quote, right of the people to peacefully assemble or to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances in the First Amendment. Common constraints on the right of assembly are a class of time, place, manner, regulations. Second, ty second type of constraints is the requirements to obtain a permit where coordination may be needed to ensure public safety. Now, you know, people like, I notice, I don't know if they're going to have this year, if they even have this year, but the past couple of years, there's uh, organizations, groups of people that have rallies for, say, like um, exposing, you know, labeling, say, uh, food, food products, packages, and other packagings, whether they're GMOs or not. By the way, I just remember something. When, when I was uh, talking to Gordon Comstock and, uh, I think it was stuff or Keith Hansen, or both of them. I can't remember. It was one of those shows. Um, I end up saying MGOs instead of GMOs. <laughs> so probably no one will ever hear this, but I'm just correcting myself on that one. Um, then we go back to this. So this Nazi, neo-Nazi charade. Now, I live in a part of the, uh, the country where it's, you know, and just next door to Indiana was supposed to be the headquarters of the KKK. 
And I'm not going to say that it's not the case. There is a lot of uh, eh, racist, bigoted, ignorant white guys that really buy into this race-baiting war nonsense. They really think that there's something different than other people because of the color of their skin. Unfortunately, they're completely wrong about it. Or for themselves, their sakes. And so they're going to whisk and squander their lives fighting a futile and worthless fight or battle. Oh, how blind we are. Anyways, it talks about this, the National Socialist Movement, April 18th. Uh, black leaders urge avoiding, and this is every, every year you hear this, Leaders, it's either in the newspaper, it's always avoid it. Schools, everyone says avoid the rally, avoid the rally, avoid the rally, wherever it is. And, you know, heck, it could be 80 miles away and they'll still talk about it. This is why I say it's it's like a regional, or it's at least a uh, county thing. It's not really a town thing because it's a part of county thing. And it seems like every year, a certain select number of towns get their grand opportunity to host the National Socialist Movement or the neo-Nazis. And I've grew up with this, and I've lived my whole life with this nonsense and this charade, and I want to bring it up. But I'll read a little bit of this, this article. The National Socialist Movement has scheduled an April 18th Return to Toledo nearly a decade after planned rally ignited rioting in the city. <clears throat> the neo-Nazi group in October 15, 2005 demonstration preceded a riot and, and the arrest of more than 100 people. Angry crowds attacked emergency workers and burned down a bar and looted two convenience stores. Isn't that a convenient? <laughs> no pun intended. That whenever they have something like this, um, bars and convenience stores get burned down, of all things. You ever notice there's a pattern here? Baltimore, Ferguson, all these places. A pattern where uh, the people supposedly fighting for their civil rights and against fascism, whitey or whatever it is, end up burning down these things? Do they, do it, are they, the, the average person really doing that? I'm going to tell you something. I went to a couple KKK rallies and neo-Nazi rallies, uh, not in support of it, but against it when I was in my 20s and young and naive and thought it meant something. Thought I was actually fighting for some social cause. It was part of what I used to be even when I was married and my ex-wife, you know, involved in, you know, social causes. She was, you know, worked for uh, uh NGOs, not MGOs, but NGOs, non-government organizations, and employed for a little bit, I guess, with the UN and 
all that kind of nonsense. And of course, once again, about uh, East Timor and the East Timor Action Network. I was involved with that. And so we also involved in other social things. And, yeah, it was a good time. You know, for me, it was, I enjoyed it, I mean, in some ways. I had a chance to meet a lot of people from different parts of the world that are, you know, in town, going to school and that kind of thing. And, you know, it's a, it was a great experience, you know, not only living abroad, but then meeting people from other countries. And my experience in other was, in the end, that the greatest thing, that lesson I got out of it was that we're all the same, really. Uh, you know, except for what's between our ears, we're all the same. <clears throat> so... You know, these back to this whole thing about this white-black nonsense. It clearly keeps on being uh, propped up as a means of control, being divine conquer, that kind of thing. And, and But there's something else that I noticed as well. By the way, uh, like I said, uh, I brought up before when they have these riots and they have the looting and all that, um, people end up being relocated down the road and things start happening. New development. And the unwanted's wanted out in the first place. And they use things like this to do that. And most people don't realize what's actually happening to them. How they're being suckered into something here. But let me explain the suckering in as we go on. Uh, next month's rally is planned three uh, thirty um, p.m. outside one government center. Um, said Dan Donaldson, thirty-six, absolute area. Mr. Donaldson is the movement's regional director representing Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, and West Virginia. Quote, there is somebody out there for white people's interests and white people's rights. There's somebody who cares, he said. Toledo is comparable to many cities across the country and battling violent crime with victimization of white people. He said that the membership numbers are strong in the region, Mr. Donaldson said. Mr. Donaldson said the National Socialist Movement plan plans a peaceful rally and does not hate anyone for color for the color of their skin. <laughs> And the police uh, canceled the October 2005 march near Woodward High School before it began. Members of the crowd, which numbered more than 500, stayed and drew rocks and bricks at law enforcement officials. A spokesman of the National Socialist Movement said at time said at the time the group wanted to show support for the white North Toledo man in an outgoing dispute with the black neighbor with the black neighbor. The second rally on December tenth of two thousand five at one government building 
resulted in a few in fewer arrests. And by the way, uh, 2005 was actually, of course, national news. Uh, Mr. Donaldson and the National Socialist Movement officials have contracted Toledo Police um, regarding April's event. Police are still determining their security plans, said Chief George Krell. Quote, no community wants to have this type of rally in their city, but it is part of being uh, in America. Now, they have their First Amendment, Chief Krell said. Maybe it's time to start making some comments. First thing I would like to say is, and this, uh, you no know, community wants to have this type of rally in their city. But apparently, the police do. No, I'm not knocking every police officer. I'm not even knocking the police force, per se. But I do want to explain something. This is an opportunity for them to practice exercises in uh, social control, uh, you know, where they can have, you know, march the, the newest and greatest and best as far as their riot gear, um, planning, dealing with social unrest, and there is no perfect ingredient out there. None. Then neo uh, uh, archaic um, whatever. Uh, what am I trying to say here? As far as the, this neo Nazi, this National Socialist Movement Party, the KKK is what it is. To really gear people up, but and to control them, and, and, and it's a controlled environment to deal with potential rioting. And although they, you know, they screwed up in 2005, you see what they did this year. I am, I guess, if you go and listen, watch any of these the short videos they have. They have there's one in particular where all uh, these these uh, police officers, many of them are, you know, pretty much overweight white guys missing a chin. And uh, by the way, I'm turning in that way too, so I really can't knock them for it. But that's what they are. They're overweight white guys with, you know, with a double chin, uh, looking manly and tough, an opportunity to sport their gear and show uh, and do their performance for us. And it was fascinating. You'll watch them mark March in footstep, it's something like you would see in Nazi Germany themselves, and you know, create a barrier between the protesters and the ralliers, the neo Nazis and the liberals, if you will, the uh, um, idealists, the youth. Usually, that's what it is: youthful folks that think they're going to make a difference by going to this rally. I'm going to stand up for against this atrocity, this this fascist Nazi group called the KKK. The problem is, folks, you live in a fascist country, a corporate fascist country. So, 
But you're not going to stand up against that, now are you? You wouldn't even know how. I wouldn't even know how. But we'll play this game. And, of course, it's always the media. Uh, We recommend you don't go out to the rally. Why is that? Oh, because they don't want to have violence. You know, what I'm getting at here is when you look at these rallies that we have throughout the Great Lakes region and, you know, the Midwest, whatever, whatever the Midwest is anymore in this country, because apparently now it's in Montana, but at one time it used to be here. Um, yeah, uh, they always have these rallies, and they're always Nazis. Now, I would imagine, couldn't it be uh, just amazing if, say, the Muslims in the community here had studied they want to have an ISIS rally? You think they would have that permission? No. So when we look at this more realistically in what they do here, this is an opportunity for them to practice uh, crowd control, right? Um, to um, get a chance to use their their equipment and to organize and to... Uh, and I'm not talking about the police now. We're not talking about the KKK or uh, those protesting against the KKK, but the, the actual... the cities, the county, the, the law enforcement have an opportunity to do some drills in real time. And you'll see this. I mean, it, it could be the smallest town somewhere, Timbuktu, on the other side of the county, and they'll decide to have a rally there. And they'll make up some excuse, like what you just heard here, something to do with some a dispute between a white guy and a black guy. And um, you'd be amazed the amount of officers, SWAT teams, uh, riots, you know, the riot gear, their whatever they call them. I don't even know what they call them. I can't think of it right now what they call them. And you got like these cops. I mean, there was the cops. Cops outnumbered the uh, either side probably three to one. Uh, they usually have them create kind of situations where a lot of times in like downtown kind of centers they have uh, like the people protesting against the KKK. They put them in like these kind of makeshift caged areas, you know, with a really tall fence where they can't, you know, um, well cause too much violence and not have some kind of brawl happen. And there'll be guys, you know, on, on the buildings and everything, with their snipers and all that. And it was, it's the most absurd thing. And, you know, um, I remember after the first time I started really thinking about it. And I actually, actually only went to one, to be honest with you. The second one was going to go. We started heading out to go to it. And I think we ended up going to a park instead. <laughs> we're talking through it. We're like, uh, you know, it's really a waste of time what we're doing here. Why are we even wasting their time? Nothing's going to change. This is things been going on for years. Why is it still going on? Comes back to what my argument why we have these protests, these organized protests. that are supposed to be opportunities to, ex- to express your First Amendment rights. But really, it's just an opportunity for law enforcement to practice crowd control in, in their newest and latest gear, to use it and put it into action, and to demonstrate, to have 
uh, when I say demonstrate, you know, demonstrate to the public, to the media, that they're under control. And by the way, they are, overall. That doesn't mean there's not crime, there's not violence going on, and it's not a wicked thing becoming more and more corrupt and debased as things go on. And maybe it always was, to be honest with you, because it's, let's face it, what it is. You know, it's a, we live in a, well, a Jesuit Roman Catholic country, and that's what you get. You get a lot of crime. I just said, wherever they go, whatever they take control over, whatever community they influence, that's what you get. That's what you get. So, yeah, so this whole thing about if you have an opportunity to, you know, exercise and demonstrate their First Amendment, ah, it's just a total bunch of nonsense. I wanted to bring it up um, because I think it's it's a total charade. Now, I know the people involved. I'm sure that many of the people in the socialist movement, the KKK, believe it's not. The ones at the top know it is. And I believe that most of the people that were protesting uh, against the KKK really thought they were doing something wonderful. Uh, they're really expressing, demonstrating their First Amendment right. So foolish. No, they didn't. No. They allowed this to happen for a reason. Once again, that reason was for the police, for law enforcement, to demonstrate their power, their authority, their abilities, as practice run for what may come down the road someday. May not. Most likely it won't. We're conditioned, we were brilliantly conditioned to accept the circumstances that we're in. And I just really don't see there are, unless things get really bad, they, they lay the hammer down and they just say, you know, we're just going to let it all, all hell break loose. And they, it's going to, you know, ruler and elite, you know, are talking about the priest class, priest craft, the, you know, the cardinal, the, the bishops, the, politicians, the lawyers who serve their masters. And of course we can think of people like Mike Mike the Wizard, the Dunbars and Dun the Dunlap and DuPont and and uh who else you know if you just think of uh industry and because we do, we live in a uh a, a corporate fascist society, and uh, so, well, their masters are well, their masters are of the rich and wealthy, and it seems to me the more and more I study it, the rich and wealthy are from have connections to old money, which means it brings it back to Western Europe. But regardless of that, the fact of the matter is. It's a total charade. 
And I do recommend anybody who ever thinks about doing something like this who might listen to this show, uh, which the odds are pretty slim, but if you do, you look into yourself. Look in for yourself. And ask yourself, what's the real reason for this? Now, listen, there are opportunities. There is still times where they have... Um, Opportunities for you know those public demonstrations. I think it goes back to this thing about like GMOs. When we had it, you know, when I was invited to be a guest speaker, and at the time I was you know because my MS and I was treating it with um, like nutrition and that kind of thing and organic food and all that. I was totally convinced. I mean, by the way, it really did help me in the short run but it didn't prevent the relapse that was coming uh, a year later. Um, in other words, it didn't cure my MS. It just delayed it. And I did feel better. Um, yeah, you know, I strongly recommend anybody eating real food. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so when we had that rally, and we probably had the same number of people, there wasn't even a cop. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. There might have been a cop, you know, down the block hanging out at the gas station, just hanging out there drinking some coffee, eating some donuts, just to kind of check it out. But, I mean, I'm serious. There was no cops. And there was people picketing. They had their signs and protested music and all that stuff. And it was against, you know, Monsanto and all the rest of them. And things like that happen here and there in my town, and probably more often more and more quote unquote progressive towns um in cities, but you know really, there was no cops now I'm not saying where you're from that that's that's the same way, but um there really wasn't any cops now people say. It's not as uh, explosive an issue as the KKK showing up. Listen, the KKK doesn't have to show up in that. I mean, you say, well, they're exercising the First Amendment, right? Um, is, are they really? Well, I imagine that you know the illusion is that. But they always end up in public buildings or in, in areas designated. Um, where they want them to be, and um, yeah, is it really? Is it really what that's really is about? Because really, the city can say, yeah, you can have, yeah, you can go ahead, you know, um, and just you know what, this the 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 police force is more of a spectacle than the actual. Uh, KKK members. It's usually got a couple dozen of them at most, and they got some cheap audio system, and these rant on and same things over and over again, and look like a bunch of bubbas. And quite frankly, one that not even worth even paying attention to. But man, do they get the publicity, and do they get all this? promotion from the television and from the TV, the newspapers, and from um, 
colleges and universities and schools and churches. And, you know, it's the most stupid thing on the planet. The only thing that makes any sense to me at this point is that they, law enforcement, uh, public officials, uh, um, the people that are kind of running the show here, want it to happen. Because it's an excuse, once again, for them to... Um, Uh, show off their gear. I mean, I mean, seriously, they had helicopters flying overhead and their riot gear and every, dogs and everything else. And you should have seen the guys marching. It was something straight out of uh, Star Wars. A couple, you know, they had these a uh, couple hundred of these guys. He dressed up in all the, you know, the padding, you know, for their legs and their knees and their body armor and all that and their silly helmets and everything. And I'm literally marching in step like something straight out of Star Wars. And you're like, and all dressed in black, of course. And you're like, what a waste. Unless it's an opportunity for the you know the city and the town and the county, and the regional law enforcement to have these exercises to practice, uh, you know, social and public uh, control, whatever it is. I can't, I'm not, I'm not, the phrase is not. I'm not saying right, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. Well, it's supposed to be about. Hebrews, book of Hebrews, but I guess I find not to be that way. I have to retitle this. So, but anyways, I, I wanted to bring that up. There's something that's always bothered me. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those people who say, hey, don't go, you don't, you know. Why well, I am, I'll let me rephrase it. I am saying don't go, but I'm saying it for different reasons. Now, the media and everyone else will say don't go because, you know, they're just a bunch of bubbas and you can, you know, it could be something bad and the violence and all that. I'm saying don't bother going unless you want to, you know, bring yourself a picnic table and a picnic and watch the police on display. I mean, if you're interested in watching that kind of stuff, go watch it. Go sit on the hill and watch it. It's a, it's quite a spectacle. And I'm telling you, the police outshine the KK mem- members. I mean, you know, a hundred to one. I mean, it's it, they're amazing. It's quite entertaining. And as far, you mean, the rantings and ravings of the KKK are really quite boring. What's more interesting is actually the police. Their helicopters, their, you know, armored vehicles and all their, you know. In fact, you know, you think, here's an idea. When they start charging admission and say, hey, listen, the police are going to be having their uh, demonstration today uh, downtown uh, of their force and their new equipment and their new body gear and their new ride gear. Come down and watch it. $5 a ticket just to go see it. That'd be a great way a revenue maker for them. And, um, it would be uh, quite entertaining if people realize that this is pretty much what it is <laughs> anyways. Now, people say, well, that's not true. There's been violence in these these, these rallies, and certainly there has. And by the way, 
you don't need to be outnumbering everybody three to one. I mean, it's, these rallies are jokes, people. They really are. They might have been a little more intense ten years ago. That one thing that happened ten years ago, though, folks, that really smelled of something that just maybe got a little out of hand or wasn't really organized well on, well, let's face it, on the law, law enforcement side. And quite frankly, a lot of people felt that actually they did that deliberately. Um, that they wanted things to get bad. And they did do stuff like that. Now, let's face it, and then they do, they lay down. Look what happened in Baltimore. So it happens all the time. And um, I don't know. So, anyways, if you want to look into that, it's Toledo. It's the blade. The blade. Oh, my gosh, the blade. One of America's greatest newspapers. <laughs> and, of course, even the name, the blade, and their logo is propaganda BS, right? It's all public relations nonsense. I'm sure um, people are, like, digging through the blade, you know, when... Washington, D.C. or other places. Like, what did the blade have to say today? Oh, my gosh, it's the blade. That's one of America's great newspapers, though. And then again, maybe it is that way, because, you know, it's, 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 it's not even worth reading, to be honest with you. Sorry, I just wanted to bring that up. Now, if we go back to this little thing, you know, we have, we live in a, Roman Catholic, Jesuitly run, corporate fascist state. Wonderful. Where they use false flag operations and these fake events with crisis actors and everything else. Uh, could it possibly be that even this like neo-Nazi thing, there's like insiders involved in all that too? Probably. Uh, I mean, let's face it, the FBI... They're in everything. So, and that's just one of many groups, government groups doing their thing. I guess a guy needs to make his make a living. So, I don't know. And you might as well feel like you're doing something worthwhile because, let's face it, they have given us a whole bunch of jobs that really aren't really worthwhile. So. I'm not saying all of them that way. You might have a job that is worthwhile. But for most people, it is, there's a reason, as they say, they call it a job. So, I guess I should read at least Hebrews 1. Okay, Hebrews, right? This is from the King James Version. And, um, I know, Ryan was on Saturday and saying, we talked a little bit about versions and all that, but I don't know, I haven't had enough time really to do too much research on earlier versions of Bibles and all that kind of stuff. I've read a little bit out of uh, the Geneva, and I don't know, as long as it's saying the same thing, and the newer ones, I definitely know you can go, once again, BibleHub.com and you can compare them and you start seeing right away they're not saying the same thing, so. 
Of course, there's more issues than that. So, Chapter 1. God, who at sundry times and, and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these, well, these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, of his glory, excuse me, I'm going to expand this again. Once again, they just don't make it readable for me. <laughs> don't they know how important I am? Anyways, Okay, who being the brightness of his glory and the express the expressed image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high being made so much better than the angels as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they for unto which of the angels said he at any time thou art my son this day have I begotten thee and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels he he saith, who maketh his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteously and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou and thou God and thou Lord in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are worked works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest and they shall wax old as doth a garment, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall be shall not fail, excuse me. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up. Oh, I just read that. <laughs> I'm really having a hard time reading this. But to which the angel said, He at any time sit on his right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool. 
Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? That's in chapter 1, it looks like. Chapter 2. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoke, spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to speak, to, excuse me, to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, with diverse miracles. and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. For unto the angels hath he not put in subjugation the world to come, whereof we speak, but one is one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the Son of Man, that thou visitest him. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crowneth him with glory and honor, and didst set him up over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjugation, sub, excuse me, subjection, <laughs> under his foot. For in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with, with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation, perfect through suffering. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which caused he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare thy name unto thy brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given him. 
given me, excuse me, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and delivered them who, through fear of death, were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore, in all things it behooveth him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people, for in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he is able to secure them that are tempted. Hebrews chapter 3. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who hath built the house hath more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years. <clears throat> wherefore, I give, I, wherefore I was grieved with that generation and said, They do always err in their heart. They have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are 
made partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginnings of our confident confidence steadfast unto the end. While it is said today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swore he that they should not enter into his rest? But to them that believed not. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Chapter 4 of Hebrews. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to be short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not perfect profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest on the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if we, or if ye, will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth, therefore, a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. 
neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Seeing that, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings, the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Chapter 5 of Hebrews For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining of God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? For that he himself also is compassed with infirmities, and by reason hereof he ought, as for the people, so also for himself, to offer for sins. And no man taketh this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God, as was Aaron. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made an high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. As he sitteth, excuse me, as he saith also in another place, Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Who, <clears throat> in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, and was heard in that he feared. Though he were a son, yet learned his obedience, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obeyed him, called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. For when, for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. <clears throat> For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are 
of full age, even those who, by reason of us, of excuse me, uh, by reason of use, have their senses excited to discern both good and evil. Chapter six of Hebrews in the New Testament. And therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptism, and of laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this will we do, if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the power of the world to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh, and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh off upon it, and bringeth forth herbs um, meant for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. <clears throat> For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints, and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made, prom made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing, I will bless thee, and multiply, I will multiply thee. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife, wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, 
confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong uh, consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil, whether the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made a higher made a, an high priest forever after the uh, so forever after the order of Melchizedek. <clears throat> Chapter 7 of Hebrews. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave the tenth part of all, first things be an interpretation king of righteousness and after that, also king of Salem, which is king of peace. <clears throat> without uh, father, without mother, without descent, uh, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abideth a priest continually. Now consider how great this man was, unto whom er, even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoils. And verily they that are of the sons of Levi, who received the office of the, of the priesthood, have a commandment to take tithing, or excuse me, tithes of the people according to the law, that is, of their brethren, thou they come out of the loins of Abraham, but he whose descent is not counted from them received tithe of Abraham and blessed him that had the promise the promises, and without all contradiction, the less is blessed for the better, and here men that die receive tithes, but there he received them of whom it is witnessed that he liveth. And as I may say, and as I may so say, Levi also who receiveth tithes pay tithes in Abraham, for he was yet in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met him. If therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should arise after the order of Melchizedek and not be called after the order of Aaron? For the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also 
of the law. For he of whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe, of which no man gave attendance at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood. It is yet far more evident for that after the solitude of Melchizedek there ariseth another priest who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment but after the power of an endless life for he testifieth thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek for there is verily a disannoying of the commandment going before of going before for the weakness and unprofitableness thereof. That's pretty powerful, folks. Of course. I guess uh, Batarians won't like to hear this. <laughs> <clears throat> For the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did, by the which we draw nigh unto God. And in as much as not without an oath he was made priest. For those priests were made without an oath, but this with an oath by him that said unto him, The Lord swore and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. By so much was Jesus made a a surety of a better testament. They truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continueth forever, or excuse me, because he continueth ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost to come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. For such an high priest became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needeth not daily, as those high priests, to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sins, and then for the peoples, and for this he did once, and when he offered up himself. For the law maketh men high priests, which have infirmity, but the word of the oath, which was since the law, maketh the Son who is uh, consecrated forevermore.
chapter 8 of Hebrews. Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such an high priest who is set um, okay. who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord pitched and not man. For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices. Wherefore it is of necessity that this man have somewhat also to offer. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest, seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law. Who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern shown to thee in the mount. But now hath he obtained a more excellent ministry, by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant which was established upon better promises. For if that first covenant had been uh, faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. Imagine that. For finding fault with them, he saith, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord, and I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, their sins, and their iniquities will I remember no more. In that he saith, A new covenant he hath made the first old now that which decayeth and waxeth old is ready to vanish away. Hebrew 9, chapter 9, Hebrews. <clears throat> then verily, 
The first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made, the first, wherein was the candlestick, the table, the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer, the ark of the covenant overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna, and Aaron's rod that bonded, that budded, and the tables of the covenant. And over it the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat, of which we cannot now speak particularly. Now when these things were thus ordained, the priest went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. But into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. The Holy Ghost is signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing. <clears throat> Makes a man who thinks think. Which was a figure for the time that present, the figure for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the to the conscience, which stood only in meats and drinks and diverse washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. But Christ being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered and once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and of ashes of a heifer sprinkling of sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For where a testament is, there must also, of necessity, 
be the death of the testator. For the testament is of force after men are dead. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. For a testament is of force... Okay, okay. Whereupon neither the first testament was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of the calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and, and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the testament which God hath enjoined unto us. Moreover, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the, ves- the vessels of the ministry. And almost all things are by the law purged by blood, excuse me, with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. It was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with these. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the truth, but into the heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us, nor yet that he should offer himself often, as the high priest entereth into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world hath he he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Chapter 10 of Hebrews. For law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to to be offered, because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. 
Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared, prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oft times the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified, whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that he had said before, this is the covenant that I, w- that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. And their sins and iniquities, iniquities will I remember no more. Now where remission of these, these is, there is no more offering for sin. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us, through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much with so much the more as ye see the day approaching. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. But a certain fearful looking 
for the judgment and fairy indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment poses thee shall he that thought worthy who hath uh, trodden under foot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. Hmm. Interesting. For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me. I will recompense, saith the Lord, and again the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But call to remembrance the former days in which after ye were illuminated, ye endured a, a great fight full of afflictions. Uh, partly whilst ye were made a, a gazing stock both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly whilst ye became companions of them that were so used. For ye had compassion of me in my bonds, and took joyful, joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who, who draw back unto uh, perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. <clears throat> and then we got Hebrews 11. I want to check out something here real fast. Just about done. And I think I'm going to finish anyways here. I know we only got much. That's enough reading. And unfortunately, we got 13, 12, and 11, and I really don't feel like reading the last three. But we will read them next time around. So, Spent too much time talking about KKK rallies. So, Anyways, next time I'll finish it up. So. All right, God bless. Take care.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.